Armageddon. There, that was good. <laughs> what if? What if, gentlemen? Have it's... you ever sat on the toilet and thought to yourself, hmm, what if? Uh, what probably. if what you if? were what if? eating? What if you were eating on the toilet? What if you were eating the toilet? Is that the mm. is that the what if? What if you were eating in the bathroom, or if you were just yeah, so if? hungry, you felt like you had the need to eat in the restroom? Yeah, you really have to go to the bathroom, and you really have to, and you're really hungry at <laughs> you're the same time. You're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, you're basically saying, uh, you know, I I want to eat, but I also don't really want to move. <laughs> for the next <laughs> while. <laughs> hey, and if you throw up during it, that's almost like exercising too. That it's, is it's horrible. A, it's a double evacuation. Oh yeah. What if? What if you were eating on the toilet? So what are some interesting what ifs? Max, Max Methane, Max, Jimmy the Executioner. Yes, me, me yes, the wrench is yes, asking the wrench. Me this question. Yes, the wrench. Uh, Max, what's an interesting what if? We've been talking about wrestling quite a bit on yeah. the on the podcast. Say so, yeah. I think it's I think it's fair to say we have pro it's, wrestling on the brain. It's safe, yeah. But what if the Iron Sheik broke Hulk Hogan's leg and took the ten thousand mm, dollars? If he didn't, instead of letting Hogan go if over, if he didn't do business and he took matters into his own, what hands? if he decided to go? Uh, who was it that offered the ten thousand dollars? That was uh, was Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne. Hmm. Mm. So Vern, what? Vern ran his own territory, right? He did. Yeah. It was the competing territory for for Vince, mm. and he did not. He, he didn't knew, like Hogan because Hogan holster. wasn't a pro wrestler. Yeah. And uh, and Gagne was uh, what would you call it a a hooker or what would they call him? Yeah, he was he was one of those old school tough guys. And for those that don't know, I don't mean a prostitute hooker. He wasn't a lady of the night. No. <laughs> no. A he he was a guy night. that would, uh, he really knew how to grapple, so he would he'd injure people when he yeah. needed to. Yeah, he'd stretch you. He'd stretch you if he had to. So and if the Iron Sheik had taken Hogan's so leg. What if the Iron Sheik had taken Vern Gagne's $10,000 and broken Hulk Hogan's leg and took the WWE title mm. to Vern's territory. Well, it would have changed a lot. You probably don't yeah, you think? Yeah, the Iron Sheik would have been fired. Yeah, and he would have worked uh, for Vern Gagne until that uh, territory went under, and he never would have uh, been in the WWF. Well, yeah, but let, but see, we're 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 assuming that the WWF would have survived. Yeah. Well, they that, needed Hogan to yeah. get over so they could go on to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is what built the WWF. Now, mm -hmm. if Hogan had never won, Hogan wouldn't have made it to WrestleMania, which means WrestleMania wouldn't exist, which means possibly the WWF would have point. faded into obscurity. I mean, I think that's what Vern Gagne thought would have happened, but I think what Vern Gagne didn't realize, obviously, is that Vince McMahon had a vision 
And that vision would have happened whether Hulk Hogan was there or not. I think that uh, Vince McMahon really created Hulk Hogan as mm-hmm. far as, you know, uh, his persona, his persona, his celebrity, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. He really built mm-hmm. Hogan at, uh, up and he would have just created another Hogan. He had all the talent there in the WWE. He he picked him from all the territories. He had mm-hmm. a bunch of different guys that probably could have taken Hogan's place. But do you think the WWF would have surged as much as it did, as quickly as it did. That's hard to say. Think think about if it was the Macho Man that ended up getting that instead of Hogan. Well, that's the other question is maybe not necessarily it might not be as successful, but think about the the difference in wrestling, like where things would have gone and, and the impact that would have. Because how many people did Hogan inspire to become wrestlers? You oh, know? yeah. Well, what if you take Hogan out of that since... You know, he would have been injured and may not have been in the, the main spotlight at that point. And you put somebody else there. What influence would they have had at that point in shaping the future of professional wrestling going forward? I mean, that that's a very interesting question. I what mean, now, now it's well known that wrestling is not real. Yeah. It's a show. It's a work. It's predetermined. Uh, they would have put somebody else in that spot than Hogan. And they could have put the Macho Man, they could have put, I don't know, whoever. They could have created a Hulk Hogan, uh, a wrestler that existed in that time could have been a completely different because they could have but what, reworked their what image. What would have been the effects of that, though? Because that's could have been I'm exactly saying. the same. They're pushing Hogan. You know? but, Hogan had the charisma and the size and all that stuff, but pushed and he was pushed in a certain direction. That Who Hulk Hogan was as a wrestler, as we know now isn't necessarily who Hulk Hogan was as a person. Those were directions given to him. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like... really you, well. When, but it would have been the same, I think. It's just that it would have been somebody else, not Hulk Hogan. But I'm saying, what do, you, what do you think styles... Do you think styles would have affected the progression of professional wrestling, considering who might have been the top dog at that point? I, I honestly think it would have been exactly the same. Hmm. What do you think, know. Max? I don't think it would be exactly. Yeah, I, the same. I think if you have certain people inspiring uh, people that had different kinds of uh, uh, ways of wrestling, because I mean Hulk Hogan was a, a, a power guy. He was a big, yeah. strong guy, you know. So and and when you really think about it, the era of the big man was for a long time. But what if Macho yeah, but Man? Yeah, Hogan didn't necessarily have any skills that separated him from anybody else. They probably could have taken any big guy with charisma and created Hulk Hogan. Exactly. But what if you would have put somebody who had actual talent along with that, how would that have shaped the progression of professional wrestling going forward? See, the way that I see it is that Hogan was picked because of his willingness to do what Vince wanted to do. Hmm. Vince's idea back in those days was unheard of. And oh, yeah. any guy who was a pro wrestler, and this was a big complaint with a lot of guys about Hogan in his early days, was that he wasn't a real pro wrestler. Any of the pro wrestlers back in those days would have told Vince to go screw himself. And a lot of them did, because they didn't want to betray kayfabe. They didn't want mm-hmm. to betray the idea mm-hmm. of being a pro wrestler, something that Hogan was totally okay with doing. Because it was he saw... He, he, had, he had the man. foresight yeah. to see that yeah. this was going to make him a lot of money. Yeah, well, like a Bill Goldberg, and like, he saw <laughs> the business. Yeah, 
and look the at business how that side affected. of the business. Well, yeah. and look at how that affected professional wrestling. Now it's called World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, Vince. You know, Vince. I think it's has more gotten of an away entertainment. I think Vince has gotten away from it only because if you put like sports and you, it is sports entertainment. But if it's considered a sport, there's different types of uh, a stigma that it would have, and it's mm-hmm. held under you know a different uh, standard. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, everything. It and it also gets a, them out of certain taxes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but uh, and yeah. it's not a sport. No, I mean, it, there, it, there's definitely athleticism that comes into it. You have to, and especially nowadays, uh, you have to be a great athlete. You have to be able to improv. You have to be able to memorize lines. But act. it's more of a performance than yeah. it is an actual uh, uh, sports. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or uh, it's yeah, like medieval times. <laughs> it's it's the biggest, hugest version of medieval times. But how circus. different would that be? Because a lot of that was built off of the legacy that they made with Hogan mm-hmm. in those early days. So how different would it be? What if it was a straight wrestler instead if of If somebody else had to take Hogan's yeah. place because the Iron Sheik broke his leg. Well, I mean, they did have people, like you're saying, they had Bob Backlund before yeah. uh, Hogan, and they had Bruno Sammartino. But at this know. point, Vince has already said... The era of the long-running champion who is just the nose-to-the-grindstone sort of wrestler is over. People want to be entertained. People want to see a show. Yeah. And Hogan was willing to provide that where others were not. He and Vince saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. Well, they understood where things were, were going to head if this took off. Well, what do you think would have happened if uh, Hogan never became Hogan and WrestleMania didn't go exactly the way that it did i think well one hogan would have eventually returned but he wouldn't have been hogan he would have returned to probably that terrible terry whatever it was that he was doing for a while with the t mm-hmm. you know shaved into his chest hair um hmm. they certainly wouldn't have gone mainstream when they did at uh, wrestlemania wrestlemania 2 uh, there probably wouldn't have been a WrestleMania as soon. And I honestly believe that Vince had put all of his, all the eggs into Hogan's basket. So if Hogan hadn't had gotten over that night, yeah, I really think that Vince probably, and this could be, this could just, you know. Yeah, well, what this if? This is just, well, what <laughs> if? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I would assume that had Hogan not gone over the way that he was supposed to go over, Vince ultimately would have had to sell a dwindling wrestling company to the NWA. Do you think that, uh, yeah, I mean, at, at that point, you're looking at success of a company, whether it moves forward or not. And then maybe WWE isn't W or maybe WWF doesn't become WWE. Maybe another wrestling organization becomes WWE. I mean, it's it's absolutely possible considering, you know, when you're taking into consideration business and timing is everything. Because really, everybody back then loved pro wrestling for what it was. Mm -hmm. But in order to get past the regional market, Vince needed to take it mainstream yeah and nobody wanted to break 
regional rules. I, I think they would have found somebody. There wasn't just one Hulk Hogan. I'm pretty sure they would have found another one. But it is a very, very interesting what if. Yeah. But I think at that point it would have been a little too little too late. It could it mm. could have been. Well, here's Jimmy, a here's an interesting uh, question. What if Bruce Lee never died? The effect that that man had, the effect that that man had in the world. I mean, we see it a little more now, obviously, think, as time has progressed. But the effect that he had at that point is is dramatic. He brought um, Asian people in general into the mainstream. Even now, there's a complaint that there aren't really a lot of Asian leading men in Hollywood. I mean, there you're seeing some asian actors in television and uh you know you're, you're seeing some in hollywood movies but you're not really seeing many really popular highly paid asian leading men actors or asian women for that matter i think if bruce lee had never died uh that would be different right now so. he would have been the first uh highly paid asian leading man in hollywood yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> he was definitely heading there. Uh, yeah, Enter the yeah. Dragon was uh, a huge movie. Well, and look at the impact it had in in, in martial art films. Period. Yeah. I mean, just to kind of add a little bit onto onto that as well was it was uh, he was he was dealing with those obstacles from both sides, from his own culture as well, mm -hmm, yes. that had traditions that he had to fight against. You couldn't train or, or show anybody that wasn't of your own descent or what, uh, it, show them martial arts. That was a tradition, you know? And he was the first guy to step out and show non-Asians uh, a world of martial arts and teach them. Like Kung Fu, Jeet Kune Do, because obviously there was... Uh, Chuck Norris karate and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm saying tradition as far as an Asian... In, in Chinese culture. Yeah, in Chinese culture. You have these certain traditions, you know, you who you can teach and who you're allowed to teach in certain aspects for them. And he broke that mold as well, you know? And that's a huge thing because he, he was one of those guys that didn't just kind of stand for uh, Asian race. He really just stand, stood there as a human. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing. I think eventually over time, maybe that might have uh, come through more so than him being looked at as just necessarily just a leading Asian uh, male in, in, in film. Because there was nobody else like that. I think his message was for humanity. And I Unity. think that the longer he would have been around, he might have been able to translate that even more so just because of the impact he already had up to that point. I definitely agree. What would he have done going forward from that point that would have impacted humanity in their outlook on not it, just it would have each other, but their themselves? For sure. I yeah. mean, oh, everything yeah. that he did as far as martial arts and philosophy, that if you're really into Bruce Lee, you learn, goes way beyond just movies anyway. Yeah. What, what do you think, Max? I agree. I mean, he, yeah, he would have yeah. also had a humongous impact on what we know as MMA today. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people based their style off of his. Yeah. But I believe that he wasn't really done, oh, you no. know, growing yeah. and, he and was growing learning, his uh, style. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, so He was learning grappling from Gene LaBelle. Like, mm -hmm. he mainly yeah. was uh, with Jeet Kune Do and Kung Fu more of a striker, and he realized the importance of grappling 
and learned a lot of that, especially the what you see in like uh, in the beginning of Enter the Dragon. Yeah. You see a lot of what he was learning from Jean LaBelle. Yeah. Armbar. And, oh, yeah. And like, I, I also believe that had Bruce Lee not died and continued on the course of education that he was doing, I don't believe that the Gracies would be considered the top fighting family in the world. Mm. I honestly believe that the Gracies would take a back seat to the Lees only based off of the accomplishments that Bruce Lee would have, may have, have accomplished well, and yeah. had he not died. So the life of Brandon Lee would have been very different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the Lee, the Bruce Lee curse, the Lee curse, right? Like, who knows? Obviously, uh, it's it's talked about whatever, wh- whether you... Uh, uh, believe in uh, that kind of thing or not the thing is is bruce lee died and brandon lee died both at young ages and if bruce lee never died and would both brandon while lee making be movies dead? and both yeah. while making movies yeah oh yeah he would have progressed and i think he would have eventually to me I, I i feel like he would have become our modern day philosopher he would have been a guy that eventually would have gotten to a point where he would have been able to enlighten a lot of people you know um, I feel like, especially just the information he was able to give and the life that he did live has changed people's lives already. You know, the philosophy he has shared with everybody, you know, is can be completely groundbreaking in someone's life. And just think you of know? all the awesome movies that we would have had. It would have been more movies. There would have been more movies. <laughs> more ass kicking. More incredible ass-kicking movies on top of the meaning of life (laughs) exactly speaking of the meaning of life and really impactful heavy issues and movies i have a what if for you what is it bring it drop it what if hugh jackman had never played wolverine and they had actually cast the original actor that they had intended glenn danzig Hmm. what if glenn danzig had played Wolverine in the first X-Men movie? That's a very interesting question. What do you think, Max? I think Hugh Jackman wouldn't have become an action star. Yeah, he wouldn't He wouldn't have got that opportunity yeah. to be you know, who he is now. And that's the thing, is he, he admits that. That's why he's still doing Wolverine movies, because Wolverine really made his career explode. Women around the world would not be able to stare at Hugh Jackman topless running around with CGI claws in his hands. Mm. Instead, uh, it's uh, Glenn Danzig. Flexing oh, and growling no, no. needlessly. Uh, I, I don't think it would have oh. been Glenn Danzig. There probably would have never been an X2. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I don't think if they had cast Danzig in the role of Wolverine, there definitely would not have been an X2. Not based on not his based performance. Not based off of Danzig, not, no. Well, not based on his performance in... Uh, the prophecy too, which uh, I was not too impressed with his <laughs> acting. Uh, who knows? Maybe if he had actually been cast as Wolverine, he would have, you know, really beefed up his acting. I don't know. It's hard to say because it didn't happen. Well, and, and I mean, I don't want to take anything away from anybody as far as acting credibility. Don't lie. But um, I'm he was trying to good think. in Portlandia, though. He is good in Portlandia. That's true. He did do that one bit on the beach. Yeah, he was pretty good on that. But um, like, how much w- does it take to play Wolverine? I mean, obviously, look, if you're trying to, you gotta be brooding. Yeah, 
you gotta be well in the history you gotta be tough you but have sensitive well and you're going through <laughs> i mean you got amnesia the backstory of of wolverine and you have to kind of embody that with the confusion of the moment, right? Yeah. You don't really understand it. So it does take some acting to be able to do that if you want to portray that character on that level. Professor. Would, would dancing be able to do that? Read my mind. <laughs> Tell me what's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see in my hair? <clears throat> So if Glenn Danzig became Wolverine... Now let's go the path of Glenn Danzig. Let's say Glenn Danzig would have had the success as Wolverine that Hugh Jackman had. What movies would have followed? Could you actually replace... Hugh, every every uh, Hugh Jackman every movie. Hugh Jackman no. movie with I, know. I couldn't Absolutely see not. Hugh Jackman in so? the Prestige. I, could, I <laughs> couldn't see him in the Prestige. I couldn't yeah. see him in Swordfish. Les Miserables. I mean, uh, he's a singer. He could be in that. <laughs> yeah, but I Hugh would Jackman like to hear is, him is, sing Les Miserables. He is a Broadway performer. Yeah. Well, he became a Broadway performer. He, he was, was doing that original. before he was acting. Yeah. Well, Glenn Danzig's been singing since he was 15 years old. Yeah, but it's not that style. Uh, <laughs> he might have been able to pull off that movie, but all the other movies, <laughs> but all the other so movies he's saying, been in. So you're no. saying you have no. to be a Broadway actor like Russell Crowe and his amazing singing uh, in that movie? Let's not let's, <laughs> let's not discount how well Hugh Jackman has been able to adapt to just about every role he's been given. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's a, a good actor. I like Hugh he's Jackman. He's a good actor. A lot. Yeah. And by the way, Glenn Danzig is also a student of Jeet Kune Do. <laughs> that, that's that's true. That is now, true. See, maybe if Bruce Lee hadn't died, Glenn Danzig, Glenn Danzig would, would have been be a disciple <laughs> of Bruce Lee, yeah. and he would have never gone into music to begin with. Maybe. Well, no, because when did Bruce Lee die? Uh, it was nineteen seventy nine. Or yeah, eight. he was already in the Misfits by that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is the thing is. The person that Glenn Dan I'm not I don't know Glenn Danzig personally, obviously, but uh, you know, you hear stories and tales from ex band members and, and bands he was in and uh, the kind of the personality you uh, would have to kind of deal with with Glenn Danzig. Do you think that would transfer over well if he were to become a, a, a kind of a Hollywood a gigantic actor? Hollywood actor? Yeah. yeah, I think I think sort of the humility that Glenn Danzig seems to have now uh, came recently, yeah. within the last maybe ten years, maybe less than that, because he was not always a very humble guy that had a sense of humor about himself, which he seems to have now. So, um, yeah, you might have a prima donna, big time actor Danzig. Although I'm still thinking, you know, uh, what's that movie? Where uh, Hugh Jackman was the prince that goes back in time, uh, Kate and whatever. You guys remember that movie? No, he okay, went back well, in time. Dan- Glenn Danzig would have been in that movie. Kate and Leopold, that's the name of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Never saw it. Glenn Danzig, starring Glenn Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, can't, I just can't see that. Kate and Leopold! Can't see it at all. Glenn <clears throat> Danzig. I, that's the thing is like Glenn Danzig seems like he was made for the role of Wolverine and Wolverine only. only. <laughs> He's got the right build, the right height. 
And I'm not saying like there's nothing else he could possibly do, but it's like, well, I guess I am saying that, huh? Yep. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's a word that's for word. That's the only role he yeah. could play. I'm not saying that's the only role he could ever play, but <laughs> that is the only role he could ever play. I don't know. I think Glenn Danzig. What other Hugh Jackman movies are there? The Prestige you talked about. He knows about magic and stuff. <laughs> Black magic. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: if you put him in the Prestige opposite Christian Bale, who is what six one? Yeah, maybe six foot. Six he's gonna foot. look like his child. He's good. Yeah, he's gonna look like <laughs> his, his buff kid child, or you know, like a butler or something. You know what I mean? Hugh Jackman is six two, six six three, six three, six three, six four, something like that. It just makes sense that Hugh Jackman would be opposite Christian Bale in something like that, <laughs> mainly because of size. But I'm just speaking on a physical. Yeah, but here. Glenn Danzig is six feet wide. <laughs> six feet, six feet wide. wide, but he's four feet tall. I mean. <laughs> the perfect Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> and again, not taking anything away from Danzig. Mm-hmm. I just prisoners. Don't, I just don't see him doing any of the other Hugh Jackman prisoners. Movies. I could see him doing prisoners. He could do prisoners. Pris- and, but that was man, that's such a heavy movie too. Oh, and well, so by that time, his draining. acting ability would have been so. <laughs> spot on have you ever seen prisoners i have it's an intense movie it's uh yeah with hugh jackman and jake gyllenhaal and jake gyllenhaal uh, gives a great performance as usual also hugh jackman excellent oh uh, paul dano paul dano's awesome yeah heavy movie though yeah it's it's every parent's worst nightmare you know (laughs) your child gets taken and it but it's it's super heavy and it's good it's one of those movies though that like once you watch it like you don't it's not a movie you're going to pop back on again afterwards. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm in the mood to watch Prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> so, how about Swordfish? Yeah. Glenn Danzig. I would love to see Glenn Danzig in the Hugh Jackman blowjob scene. That's actually the scene I was thinking of when I said I couldn't see him in Swordfish. Just imagine Glenn Danzig opposite John Travolta in the blowjob scene. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Feels pretty good, huh? She's pretty good. Or whatever John Travolta said. <laughs> oh, my God. So Whoa. what if... Your titties are off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying to uh, Halle Berry. <laughs> I'm the world's greatest hacker. I, I'd buy it. <laughs> good old Glenn Danzig. What if? Well, that was really fun. Well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we'll be doing another episode of What If in the future. If you have any questions or what if questions, please go ahead and email us. Oh, we'd love to talk about what ifs if you guys send some into us. I would like to do more. And I already have a couple more lined up that I was hoping we could get to, but not this time, folks. We'll save it. So if you have you have what if suggestions, what if you were to write us an email? Hey. At podmageddon at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-M-A-G-E-D-D-O-N at gmail.com. What if... What if? You were to write us an email with your own what ifs, maybe we would read it on air. Or if emails are what old people use, go on Twitter. Send us a what if there. I'm at AKA The Wrench. I'm at Jimmy Serta one And I'm at Methane Max. Methane oh. underscore Max. Or... If you just want to send it to all three of us, real easy, at Podmageddon. What if you were to tweet at Podmageddon? Would we tweet you back? What if? What if? 
And what if you were to go to iTunes and SoundCloud, search for Podmageddon. Subscribe. Subscribe, rate, like, give us a review. What if you did all of that? We could do a whole lot more what ifs. So send those what ifs in, everybody. Subscribe to Podmageddon. Hulk Hogan? 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 Hulk